The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with Amber and Sophie from Uncensored Thoughts with ANS. Yes. Hey Thank guys. You for having us. Of course. <laughs> Thanks for being here. So we're doing like a little crossover episode for everyone listening who's yeah. like confused. And so <laughs> I, before we get started and I ask you like basic questions and maybe you ask me the same, what is uncensored thoughts exactly? Like, cause I know mine is a dating podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you consider it a dating podcast or just like anything it's goes? It's like a anything goes podcast. Yeah. Like there's like no holds bars. Pretty much like our inspiration for our podcast was just like, we know the conversations that we have on the phone with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ranging from like aliens to like dating mm-hmm. to one night stands to sugar dad. Like we talk about anything and everything. So right. we were just like, fuck it. Our thoughts are uncensored. Right. <laughs> let's create a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, let's share this conversation yeah. with other people. I love how you started with aliens. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> get the area, we'll get area to that. that. Yeah. One thing going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how old are you guys and where are you from? So we're both 26. Mm-hmm. I'm from Queens and I'm from Long Island. You guys are babies. I say that, but I'm only two years older, but you know what I mean? You're 20. I'm 28. Eight. Okay. Yeah. okay nice. So what, like, what would you say is the biggest thing that you've found out so far from being on, like from having a podcast and, and talking and sharing, our thoughts. sharing your thoughts? I think the biggest thing that I've learned is people aren't as judgmental as I was like afraid that they were going to be. Mm. Does that, you know, cause I'm very like unfiltered. I speak my mind and it's, we've have, we've, it's been very like receptive for us. You know, we'll get yeah. DMS and comments of people just like, Oh, I hear you. I feel right. you like good shit. And I'm just like, Oh, you didn't judge me. For right. Like I feel like that, I you know? totally agree. I feel like the more <laughs> honest I am, yeah. the more people are like, wow, I relate to that exactly, so much. And I'm like, yeah. you relate to like getting dumped and yeah. like cheated on. And then like being exactly. with someone who had a girlfriend, like all like these horrible, horrible things. Like yeah. people relate to that stuff, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I think that's been my biggest thing. Yeah. Um, mm, I feel like the same for me, but just also, I think when you're having that conversation with your friend, like, it's intimate. It's like, you know, you don't have to really, like, share it with the world. Right. But I feel like on the podcast, there's that potential that millions of people can hear it. And I feel like it's almost, like, liberating in a sense, like, Mm -hmm. letting your thoughts out. But then especially when you're talking about something that might have, like, hurt you in the past, like, referring to dating. It's, like, I feel like it's, like, a sense of, like, freeing when you, like, speak about it. For sure. It's kind of like therapy in a way. Yeah, exactly. And what are your relationship statuses? Is the statuses right? <laughs> non-existent? So you're both single. Yes. And were single. you single when you started the podcast? How long ago did you start it? So it hasn't even been a year. Yeah, oh, wow. we started the podcast officially in October of 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's been like what nine months, right? Yeah, about nine months. I've I was single, always been single, just single. <laughs> just <laughs> and, Oh, wait, you said August? Oh, so next no, month? October. Oh, well, I was like, oh, no, oh, you think I started thinking about it in August. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, August is next week. Um, <laughs> For me, my status is single now, but I actually recently, well, not, well, it's been over a year now, a, bro- a breakup with mm-hmm. like a long-term relationship. So mm-hmm. I'm like newly single, mingling, yeah. figuring it out. And just out of curiosity, like what was not working about that relationship? priorities Mm -hmm. I feel like once I turned 25 I feel like my priorities definitely shifted right and you know you just in general you get older you you see what's important you see like okay I'm an adult now like I have to start moving like an adult right and I felt like my partner wasn't moving with me or at least seemed like he was so I just feel like I had to make the decision to cut it off that's like honestly so admirable and like so mature so mature and especially like and if you know me I'm not mature so that (laughs) was hard for me (laughs) no but really like it's so hard to follow your gut when you know that like you could just be continuing to date someone and have someone and like not be lonely you know but like to take that plunge and be 
alone when you could let it go on for so long. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. I told her this. I was like, I love when I can see couples who have been together 10, 11, 12 years and they break up. Some people look at it as like, oh, you're letting it go. And I'm like, no, I feel like that's so admirable that like, despite how long they've been, they can realize something's not working and right. let each other go. Like, to me, that's beautiful. So I felt like the fact that she was able to do that. beautiful. <laughs> but really, I felt like the it's fact true. that she was able to do that just showed me that like, you aren't one of these other people who are so just like, oh, it's not working, but I'm going to stay just because I'm right. so attached to you that I can't let you go it's like she realized like yo I have to put myself first yeah my happiness matters you know so if you have to get the boot you gotta get the boot you know and that's that was I respected that you know yeah I have so so much respect for that like I have I have a few friends who at 28 like are doing are doing that also and it's either that or like they're getting married you know and Mm -hmm. it's like so one or the other and it sounds fucked up but I have more respect for the people who break up at this age than the people who get married because it's like it's easy yeah and I think overall just with the way life is now you don't want to settle like like I said I'm only 25 but okay in five years I'm 30 and then five years after that I'm 35 and I don't want to look back 10 years from now and say like oh why did I settle like why did I because you know what I mean like I don't have kids I don't have like I'm not tied down to anyone personally just yet. So it's like, why get to that point? And I feel like that's what a lot of people do. Like, they'll have the kids. They'll get married. Oh, yeah, all the time. And unfortunately, that's what wakes them up to be like, I'm not happy with this person. And no offense, I don't want that from myself. I don't want that either. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I want that, like, like, not perfect family, but, like, cute family. where Where, like, like my partner and I love each other and show that as an example to the kids. Exactly. Otherwise, it's like fucked up. And I don't feel like that's like unachievable. Yeah. I feel like it's achievable when you put your foot down and put your priorities first. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm obsessed with astrology in a very healthy way, obviously. (laughs) We are too. Oh, good. (laughs) So I have to know your signs. I almost want to guess them, but like... I was going to say, guess them, guess them. (laughs) So just give me a little help here. So we'll start with Sophie. What's the weather like in New York when it's your birthday? It's winter. Mm. Capricorn? I give off Capricorn vibes. No, you don't. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. You're sad. No. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're an Aquarius. No. What is left? Pisces. Well, it's not winter. Yeah, I'm literally it's like a the week beginning before of spring. spring. Yeah, I guess it's like the yeah. end of the I'm March end of 14. Wow. It's your birthday, yeah. and it's like on my birthday. Yeah, some years yeah, it's either a true. snowstorm or it's or beautiful it's out. No, yeah. yeah, that's true. That so. that one was hard. That one was hard. Wait, so <laughs> what's the exact day? March 14th. Okay, yeah. that's a good day. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because I know about numerology too, and being born on the 14th, like good people are good, born on the yeah, 14th. That's a good too. number, I heard. Mm-hmm. What do you know about Pisces? What don't I know about Pisces? Oh my God. We'll get don't into that, <laughs> but I need to know, Amber. So, what's the weather like? Springish summer. Mm. So, it's not technically summer yet, but it feels like it. Mm. So, it's to- so Taurus. Mm-mm. Huh. You're close. I was going to say Gemini. Yeah. But it's summer in Gemini season. Technically, no. Because It June, is. Oh, well. Oh, no, that, no, you're right. It starts June 21st. Summer, yeah. Okay, yeah. wait. Girl, so when is your birthday? Her I know. Oh that was gosh. a bad way to act. Gosh, should I cut this? You should have said I'm what marble. No, because I did this once. Oh, like, okay. And I got them like three in a row, right? Oh, okay. So I, for some reason, thought that would happen again, but it obviously didn't. So wait, when's your exact birthday? May 27th. Okay, great. 27th is also a great number. Gwyneth really? Paltrow is born on the 27th. Who? Gwyneth Paltrow. Really? Oh. <laughs> anyway, so Pisces. What do I know about Pisces? Pisces are, well, actually, I think it's interesting that you guys get along so well as Gemini and Pisces because mm-hmm. you are very different. Yeah. But yeah, you have a lot of very... similarities. Like you're both the sign that's like two people. Yeah. Like know? mutable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pisces are very dreamy. And yeah, yeah. and like forever in my own little world, totally. And it's a fish, (laughs) so like you do best in like water. Mm -hmm. Like Rihanna's a Pisces, Mm -hmm. she's like 
Totally. We're very like, I guess, multidimensional, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have like this very soft and sweet side, but you also have this side that surprises people <laughs> where you can like turn around and be really like fierce and like scary. Yeah. And that's like the two like elements and, and whatnot. But do you know your rising and moon sign? Yeah, they're both Sag. So oh, you wow. weren't too far off. See, I like felt <laughs> that energy yeah. somehow. Like yeah. I bet Sag is in like your first house or something because it's Girl, very I don't present. know, but Sag, it explains why I can be so damn crazy sometimes. Because yeah. Sag's are very like. Yeah, and Sag Moon like do not even close to remotely like let themselves be tied down by anything oh or anyone. God. That's why I yeah. never had a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, like I've truly. literally never been in a relationship and I think it's my Sag Moon. Sag that's, Moon like, and Gemini me. Moons are both like really hard to pin down in yeah. relationships. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Of course. And you gotta tone down your sad moon. Uh-huh. Amber, what's your rising moon? Do you know? My moon is Leo and my Ooh. rising is Virgo. Oh wow, I love that. I felt that Virgo rising because I'm a Virgo rising. Really? Isn't it so funny how like she's a Gemini, but then her what is it? Rising is Virgo. To me, yeah, I feel so like Virgos. So yeah, they're so, so opposite. opposite. Virgos are like the most like no. reserved. I'm and, the same way. You know, so, like, yeah, so I'm a Libra. I don't know if you have experience with Libras. I My that. mom is. Oh, the best. I just best. recently like started becoming friends with a lot of Libras in uh-huh. the last year. And I literally was telling her, I was like, I think they're like my new favorite sign. You know I what? I feel that Libras. way about Pisces. Like really? for so long, I actually would be so sad because people would ask me like, what's your least favorite sign? And I'd be like, I don't have a least favorite sign, but I have no Pisces friends. Mm-hmm. And recently Pisces have been like appearing in my life. And like now, obviously we have to be friends because yeah. I need <laughs> Pisces friends in yeah. my life. Yeah, no Libras. I just feel like, your sign is so just like with the shits. Like you guys literally are with anything, whenever, anytime. You guys are just so open-minded and fun. And it's just like, huh, I like that. It's refreshing. Yeah, Totally. It's so refreshing. So what are you guys, like how has dating and like, I'm assuming you're dating, like maybe you're on apps or like, I don't know how you're meeting people, but I want to know. But like, how does your podcast come into play with that? Like, are you telling people on a first date? Like, just so you know, I have a podcast. Like, I might talk about you. Mm -hmm. So in terms of dating, at least for me throughout the years, like I said, I've never been in anything serious with anyone. I've always just dated guys for a few months. And Mm -hmm. like, unfortunately, it just never worked out. Right. Majority of the guys I was meeting at the gym. Because mm. it's an easy place to meet guys, even yeah. though guys from the gym kind of suck. But, you well, know, I actually not was, all of no, them. <laughs> I was with a couple this past weekend at a wedding, like, mm-hmm. seated at the same table. And they met at the gym. And, like, yeah. they're so cute. Yeah. And she like, went to, like, the bathroom. And he was like, I'm proposing soon. And, like, oh, so you never know. That's sweet. Yeah. You never know. So, you know, because I don't really, like, do bars and clubs mm. and any of that stuff. So my chances of meeting guys, like, that way is kind of, like, slim. Right. But that is how I usually do meet most men. Mm. And in terms of the podcast. I haven't seriously dated anybody since the podcast has been out, but I do think when I meet somebody, I'm not like to me, my thing is just this is who I am. I talk my shit on the podcast. I say what I need to say. And like, if you don't like that, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like stop doing what I'm doing or censor myself just to make you feel uncomfortable, like to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Obviously, if he's someone I care about, I'm not going to get on the podcast and just like talk badly about him but I Mm -hmm. will tell him like I will be open and honest about our relationship because I feel like my podcast can't be called uncensored thoughts and I'm not keeping it real with everyone you know so I guess when that happens that's a conversation we'll have but yeah Mm -hmm. you know I don't I don't see it affecting my dating life for any reason yeah yeah it's actually almost better because it like weeds out all the the people that can't handle the fact that you like yeah are like a woman who speaks up, yeah. you know? And it's kind of like, if you need like a briefing on me before we right. date, date, like listen to a couple episodes right. and you'll have an but idea. But like not, <laughs> you don't want them to listen to too many episodes. Yeah. Then and then creepy. like form an opinion that's like yeah. not necessarily like true. Right. Yeah. They're like, so your aunt sounds like really cool. And yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What about you, Amber? It's funny because I actually went on a date um, the other day and I never thought about it before, but... When I was on the date, he mentioned that he listened to like my recent, like the recent episode of that week. And at first I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, what did I say? Like, I'm trying to think about like 
oh God, I hope I didn't say anything embarrassing. Not even embarrassing, more so kind of just like so raunchy that it's like, I'm trying to give off a good impression because it's the first date. But then it's like, he probably heard something. He's like, I know how you really think. You know what I mean? Right, But I'm not embarrassed by it. It was just kind of like, it just took me off guard for that second just because I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting. Like, it's like, it's new territory. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I feel like for the future, it can be like, just like a cute, like, icebreaker like when you're like hey what do you do what do you do and i'm like oh i have this and it's like especially if it's a serious date then it's like okay they can kind of get to know you without like explaining yourself like in depth you know what i mean yeah but what's a serious date like as opposed Mm. to a casual date i I mean when you you see is like if you actually like I think yeah. we're we're all guilty of going on a date with a guy that we kind of know we're not like super into, yeah, but we're just, just like, like, oh, let's give it a chance. Right. Compared to like that guy where it's like you want him to text you and you want to know that like this date is happening because you are legitimately interested. That to me, like I'm putting on the cute outfit. I'm doing right, my makeup. But, like, like you want to be like on your A game. But don't you think that's dangerous? Like don't you think we should look at the serious date like the other date? So that we're not like oh well you don't want to look like, like we're trying you try to you know oh, what yeah, I mean definitely. and I told her that the other day like on her because I'm like then we'll be more hurt if we don't get the text of next course day. yeah I was like I never want to look like I'm too thirsty on a right. date with a guy that I really like so I was mm-hmm. like you know don't like wear your best foundation yeah or, like no, don't do agreed. your hair that well like right just act like you don't care but like deep down inside your heart is like pounding on the way there for sure you're just like oh god <laughs> I want him to like me yeah <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And Amber, that date you went on, where did you meet that guy? The gym. No. <laughs> what is this gym? Where is it? Like, how do I go? Right? I don't think you would want to go there. Yeah. Okay. So how does one approach someone at the gym? Like, well, are these guys going up to you? Are you well, going up to them? Well, it's funny because we met through like a mutual friend at the gym. So it was kind of like, I'm talking to him. Right. Then he and came then up to him. So that's his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh. Look a little triangle. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And then it was it, like, oh, who's this girl? Uh-huh. I need her number. Uh-huh. It, no, it happened so easily for her. For me, right. I feel like I get no. real life creeps. Like the ones who are like interrupting your workout to Ooh. get your, like those are the worst type of guys. The worst. That's what I get. She got like the decent, like, oh, who's that girl? Like, put right. me on to her. And I'm right. Like, well, that was a good chain of events. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? That is really good. Aren't you such a huge fan of Buffy? No, I'm not talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm actually talking about Buffy the bedding that is earth-friendly and cruelty-free. It's summer, and I don't know about you, but I have night sweats, like, all the time in, like, just no matter what. I'm, I'm sweating through the night. So I ordered a Buffy comforter, and my whole world is is changing. It's a comforter made entirely from 100% eucalyptus fiber. So it regulates temperature and keeps you cool and comfortable all night long. You're not overheating, but you're still cozy. It's got an 100% plant-based design. So it's like breathable, softer than cotton. It's hypoallergenic and cruelty-free, which is always good. And it's just better for the earth. So why not have a better sleep less sweating, and feel like you're doing good for the earth. I mean, it's amazing. So I want to give you guys $20 off your first Buffy comforter by visiting Buffy, B-U-F-F-Y dot C-O and entering code ACME. So $20 off your first Buffy comforter, Buffy.co, not com, C-O. So B-U-F-F-Y dot C-O and entering A-C-M-E. I can't explain to you that I, for the first time, have not had night sweats with a comforter. And my boyfriend wakes up and he's like, wow, thank God, because it can get really bad in there, you know? Like, I can even get his section of the bed damp sometimes with how bad my night sweats are. So I'm really telling you, try Buffy. Let me know about your experience, but most importantly, use my code ACME for $20 off. How do you guys feel? We had this like controversial topic, which comes up a lot on the podcast about like whether or not you should send a thank you text as a follow up the next day after a date if they took care of the bill or something like that. 
What are your thoughts? I always send a thank you text literally right after the date. So Instead like, of the next day. No, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking that night when I'm home, like after I've showered and like I'm in bed, whether I really enjoyed his company and I want another date or whether I don't, I just feel like it's just um just proper etiquette and just like to be polite. You know, you just say thank you for the date. Thank you for taking time out of your day to take me out and pay the bill. You know, right. um, I've never experienced going on a first date and a guy not paying. So right. I've never had a reason to like have an attitude or be weird, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do it that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's the controversy about it. Because so I actually have never heard of someone doing it that night. That I actually am totally fine with. Mm-hmm. I think when a girl waits till the next day and sends the text the next day that it comes off as like a little desperate and like trying to get that next day text, you know, like as opposed to genuinely like thanking them because like- Like saying it in the moment right? Like if you seeing what happens the next day. If you go on the date and then right then you text thank you, that's great. Like that's fine. But I think it's like the way I look at it is like you thanked them on the date, hopefully, you know? So, like, I don't see the reason to thank them twice for, like, a $20 drink, like, the next day. Mm. You know what I mean? I think like, that's almost someone trying to, they don't have, not that they don't have confidence in themselves. It's more so, like, maybe they don't think that the person's going to hit them up the next day. Right. So, they try to say something, but instead of just being like, hey. Right. They're like, hey, so, you know, just to say again, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's their way of com- like exactly. starting the conversation. And it like changes the trajectory of like what they would have done. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard to tell if they actually would have been into you yeah. or not. Like if they would have sent it on themselves. And be like, yeah. oh, okay. Right, right. I mean, I will be totally honest though. I don't know if like I'm the only one who suffers from this fear, but I do have a fear sometimes of like if I go on a date with a guy and I really did like him that like, oh, crap, he won't text me the next day. But that's always just a chance I've taken. Like it's like I'll wake up the next day and just be like, all right, if he hits me up, he hits me up. If he didn't, then I got my answer, you know. So I just feel like. For the women who use the thank you text as the, for the next day as like a way in, it's kind of like you're doing yourself a disservice because Truly. if the guy's into yeah. you, he'll hit you up right. regardless. Right, you're confusing yourself. Yeah, exactly. For exactly. Sure. So, yeah. How do you guys feel about sex on a first date or like when do you think if there is a right time that like it should go down? This is my thing. I don't feel like... I think in general, as women, we don't want to do it too fast. And not even because we might not want to or because we think it's wrong. I think it's just kind of like that social, like, stereotype thing. But for me personally, I feel like if the vibes are okay, like if the vibes are good and if you're, like, on the same page about it, I don't see the issue with it. Mm -hmm. I feel like... If you're the female and you, I don't want to say desperate, but you know what I mean. Like if they're like, oh, like, I like him so much, like I, you know, and I want to have sex with him, right. but he is showing you red flags that he might not feel the same way. But of course, what guy's gonna turn down sex? Right. I feel like that's not a good time to do it or sure. even do it at all if he's not even showing you that same interest. You know right. what I mean? But if it's like mutual. I don't see why not. Right. How can you recognize some of those red flags in that time? Like in that like one, in that first date, like short time span. Like either well, when that you gotta hit him like up the next day saying well, yeah, thank you. Sure that, but at that sure point that. it's too but late because like, you had sex. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, no, that <laughs> like, is, if you thank had sex you. So funny. My, one of my like good friends is now married to a guy she had sex with on the first date. And I remember she asked me, like, should I text him thank you? Like, after. And I was like, you already gave him sex. Yeah. And then you're going to thank him? For like, for what? Luckily, it, it worked in her favor. She but got like, a good one. Yeah. I, that yeah, doesn't really no. happen. She No, she got really lucky. I mean, he was like, he's literally like the nicest guy in the world. So like, okay. it would have been So the crazy. vibes were good. So yeah, good. yeah. I mean, honestly, with that, I don't think anything's wrong with it. And I feel like it's been proved. Like, we see so many situations where people can have sex on a first date and it work out. Right. I just think for me personally, yeah. I wouldn't just because... I'll be mad as hell if I have sex with you on a first date and right. then you just and like don't talk to me. 
Like my self-esteem would just be like, damn, you know, and I don't want to do that to myself. So or worse, it's how what if it's not good? Exactly. Like that's 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 my like hesitation of it. Also, I feel like it's not gonna be good if you haven't like built like a rapport with that person. Kind of like in high school when like, you know, like it would be like exciting to like Like a tease. Yeah, like go like first base only and like that was like hot, like, ooh, I wonder if like I'll get to like touch her boobs mm-hmm. like in two weeks yeah. you know and I think even that's kind of like my issue with one night stands I'm not against them but like I'm so big on just vibes you know mm. I think vibes play a big role in sexual attraction like right I want to like be around you and pick up on your little like quirks and mm-hmm. pick up on just how you are because that right. type of stuff just makes me more attracted to you and then For sure which then leads to like better sex i think like the first time you're meeting someone you don't really know them like uh, how good can the sex really be you know right i don't know but that's just me what's a deal breaker for you guys like for example like someone who's not close with their family or something like that do you have like just like a oh no like like what i find out on the first date or just in general yeah Okay, I guess a deal breaker that's like shallow for me. Mm-hmm. So like two things. You're like, like if they're ugly. <laughs> really bad breath. Oh, yeah. Because that seems to I be mean, like a thing. Like, that's fixable, but I agree. That's Oh, my God. But then it, I just feel like you're a grown man. Why is your breath smell? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I guess Maybe like, they had like a garlic roll that day. <laughs> yeah. I guess, Before the date? Yeah, no, true, true. And then like maybe guys who are like, I don't want to start like anything, but like shorter than me. I'm not really. Yeah, like, no, it's you know, okay. It's okay. I, I'm How a tall are you? Female. I'm five six. Okay. And um, at these, this so these day four, and age no. is like guys what about, aren't that tall. Like same height. I'll I'll accept that if I really okay. like you, I can right. take same height. But mm-hmm. I'm talking like if I have to like bend over. Yeah, no, no, you, that's like, not that's cute. A little you don't want to feel like big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um more personality type of like deal breakers someone who is very um selfish Mm. oh my god that for me is just i can't take like uh, if everything is an issue for you yeah like you're just very stingy you you only think about yourself like self-centered i don't and you can tell on a first date like if they're not kind of like asking the questions back to you like they're probably those type of guys who only talk about themselves Mm -hmm. and literally never ask about you and then when you do right. try to change the, the conversation they just bring it right back to themselves right. yeah and no. then they're like that date went so well yeah and, like, <laughs> and you're just mm. like were we on the same date yeah, yeah. no <laughs> what about you Amber? um i don't i don't have any like specifics like like bad breath or like short i mean yeah <laughs> i feel like in the moment if he's shorter than me i don't think i would you know what i mean but I feel like for me, I think this is just the Gemini in me. Like, I like to communicate. Mm. So, I feel like if he can't keep up with me communication-wise, I just won't be interested. Like, right. you know what I mean? So, it's not like, oh, like a harsh deal breaker, but it, I feel like I'll just lose interest. So, Cause mm-hmm. Especially because you do meet a lot of men who just like... Like, I feel like if you can have a texting conversation with someone that's good where it's just the back and forth right to me that's like such a check mark because mm-hmm. that's kind of hard not a lot of people can really like keep up in a conversation through text right and sometimes with these guys it's just like one word text messages like barely a full sentence and then you're just kind of like okay like well, what am i going to do with yeah, this yeah like what right. am i like where what are we doing and then you get on the phone with them and it's just crickets so yeah. i i can see how that's a really big deal yeah. breaker like yeah, it's agreed. just you know at what point in like dating someone that you're interested in do you stop talking to other people i mean you date i date me, yeah so. um if i really like you right away <laughs> and no. wait, 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 wait wait what was it what no, <laughs> like i'm good. talking like well, the, the thing with me is like, yeah. I'm honestly not someone who's talking to multiple people at one time or dating multiple people at once. Like, right. I'm very just like, I don't give out my number that often. I don't really entertain people often. So on the rare occasion that I do meet someone that I'm super interested in, it's like if we go on a first date and it's great and the vibes are there and then that leads to a second date and a third date. At that point, it's you. Like, I mean... There was no one before you came into the picture. So now that you're in the picture, it's kind of like my energy is all directed to you. Now, does he know this? No. Right. Because I'm not going to show him that. Right. Like, 
it's you know what I mean? But like I know, yeah. she knows, everyone knows that like, yeah, it's just But her. like I have this theory that when you meet someone like at, you know, in your twenties, like late twenties, like it's almost impossible to meet someone that's like completely available. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, someone's as always you get older, got like yeah, either somebody. rotation or like a friend with benefits or like a fuck buddy, yeah. like or so, or like that guy you've been leading on because mm-hmm. like you're bored, like whatever it yeah. is, you know? So I feel like like that sounds like really sweet, but like but I feel like truth, yeah. that's always that always ends up like hurting yeah. one person because like the other person doesn't have that memo or yeah. something. You I know? mean, we even said on our podcast on one episode, we we're like, in this day and age, you're never gonna meet someone who's truly single. Yeah. Like you could be single, like you don't have a boyfriend, but you have someone who's taking always. you out on dates. You have always. someone who you're sleeping with. You have someone who is at least texting your phone every right. day. Right. And unfortunately like i'm not like that you know i'm like if i say i'm single i'm not like nobody's texting me and if they are i'm not answering them i'm not agreeing to date then how are you like getting yours oh i mean like girl (laughs) (laughs) i i mean i definitely like have friends like male friends who are i can just be like oh yeah you're my friend and you're single and i'm single so like hold it down like let's do this you know what i mean um and I do date. I definitely do date. Mm-hmm. I don't meet guys often that I like enough to date. Right. But on the rare occasion that it happens, I date them and mm-hmm. I get mine that way. But I, I can go without. Right. I've gone almost two years mm-hmm. without. So mm-hmm. that, that can be a little hard too. But yeah, mm-hmm. dating's off. It's not fun. <laughs> it, it, after no, a while, it, it, it gets is, a little tedious. Yeah, do you but think? like, so... I have a a boyfriend now, but like I was single when I started the podcast. And for me, dating was kind of like a numbers game, you know, like I would go on dating apps because like my gym is not like Mm -hmm. your gym. How long have you had your podcast for? For like two and a half years. Okay. So you were single when you first started. So I was single when I first started and I was single into like, I've been dating my boyfriend for a year and a half, but in between that and starting the podcast, I was single and I would go on like as many dates as possible. And a lot of it was like kind of research for the podcast. So I wasn't taking it too seriously. But I also like I looked at it as like fun for some for some reason. Mm -hmm. And like maybe because I wasn't taking it too seriously, maybe because I like could go back home and be like, so I went on this date, you know. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It was like it was fun, yeah, like I feel like it's I've, it's like what you make of it, you know? Do you think it was fun because at the time, like you said, you weren't taking it serious mm-hmm. and you're doing it for research, but like why weren't you taking it serious? Besides like the research aspect, like... That's a great question. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's why you found no, it fun. No, I, I wasn't taking it serious because I was like, there's no way I'm meeting like my future husband on a dating app. Like this is like not... You know, in the same way that like in the last episode I talked about, like if you're going to have a fuck body, they have to be younger. So you don't like take them too seriously. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like anything you don't take too seriously, you end up having fun with. Because you're lighthearted about it. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I think you have to have that attitude. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I know like when I was younger, I mean, I'm only 26, but Mm -hmm. when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, Mm -hmm. I definitely was like, like... I, I was able to date a guy and literally say to her, like, I know he's not Mr. Right. He's just Mr. Right now. Right. So I'm cool with, like, if this were to end in, like, a year or six months or whatever. I think just now as someone who's 26 years old who is looking for something a little bit more serious, now is where dating, I feel like, is starting You're to just get a little more, like, annoying when it doesn't work out or when it, like. I know. Like, I actually had, I like. that, though. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't even want to say it, but I had a date like um, the other day and I was like super excited for it just Mm because I thought like, oh my God, you know, like in his pictures, he looks so cute. And Mm -hmm. I had known him from like a while back before and like I just knew he was like cool. So I like was just like, oh my God, like I'm going to go on this date and who knows, like it could be it. The vibes could be great. And I went on the date and it just wasn't what I was hoping for. And I just remember just being like so like, sad driving home because it was just like damn you know like i guess right. i built you saw the potential. i saw the potential and we to go on the date that. yeah and it wasn't like that was upsetting but like maybe three years ago when i was 23 and you it was the same scenario yeah. 
and he wasn't what I expected, I would have just driven home like, oh, fuck it, whatever. Next, like, what right, who next? You right. know what like, I mean? But the letdown was more intense. Yeah, I think the yeah. letdown was more intense now just because it's like I do want something a little bit more serious, you know? Right. So when I'm not finding it, it's just like, Oh, back to the drawing board essentially you know yeah so of course. like a dating definitely is fun i think it just depends on like where your head is at like you said you weren't taking it seriously right. so you were just like fuck this like right. this is cool you know and i get that definitely no but you're right i mean it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of like how it's so hard to like end a relationship that isn't serving you now because it's like but then so <sighs> how did you come to meet your boyfriend so we met on a dating app which is like mm, yeah so what it's you like, think wasn't gonna right. happen i was like i'm not taking them serious this seriously like i'm not gonna meet anyone and then like i ended up meeting him on a dating app and like i mean who knows like what's gonna happen but like it's like been you know like i never expected to like meet someone i genuine genuine who like is really sweet and like is someone i would have dated had i met in real life so i think like i don't know like I always tell listeners who are like perpetually single, like you have to like throw away your checklist of like, no, I'm not going to meet them here and I don't want to meet them there. And like, they have to be this and they have to be that. And like, they, you know, like can't have a cat and well, mm -hmm. that I would stick <laughs> yeah. to. But Did you know right away, like on the first date? I knew that there was like, so actually when we matched on the app, I was like, who, I, I remember saying to my friends, like if this guy, I was like, I sent a like to some guy, if he likes me back like I will die like I'll freak out because he was so cute and um he did and I was like oh my god oh my god but I was still dating other people and then we went on a date and I was like wow he's like everything like in his picture and like more like I'm freaking out and then so I like was really excited about it but because I was so excited about it I was like I need to keep dating other guys like Cause like, this is too good to be true. Like I always have that mentality. I think it's like the Virgo in me. I'm like, I don't trust this. Like I don't trust it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, bring me back to earth. I'm when skeptical. When it's good, I'm like, nah, you're uh -huh. wrong. Like, uh -huh. Imagine me is like, let's do this. Let's yeah, get married. Of <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I saw the funniest meme um, about Sages the other day. It was like, it was like when your pilots, like when you're in a plane and like the pilot's a Sag and it was like the pilot out of the plane with like a sign being <laughs> yeah, like, I saw that. Yeah. With a sign being like, I'm your pilot. Yeah, like, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, like I'm, I'm so cautious. I was like, Oh, it's too good to be true. Like I have to have like a fuck, uh, like a fuck buddy on deck and like two other random guys that I'm dating. And like, then maybe it'll work out. And also yeah. that ended up helping me because like, I didn't have this like desperate desire to like have sex right away. Cause like I had been getting, like I had been had having sex with my fuck buddy. So I was able to just like, let him walk me home and like kiss and go Be upstairs, okay. you know, as opposed to like, like just, like throwing away my inhibitions and be like, come up, like let's like, you know, smoke a yeah. joint and like let's have sex. Are you all for sex on the first date? No, I'm not. And I think like it's situational. Like if you if you yeah. knew them before, you know, then like maybe but like if you like had a good talking yeah. with them like yeah like, like you your weeks vibing. of getting to know but each I think other. If you're meeting for the first time that day. Like you've never oh, met before. Like yeah. it wasn't a gym situation. It was like an app situation or a setup and you've never met them before. And you meet them that day and you sleep with them that night. Oh. That's not for me. Like that. that's just like not for me. Like simply because like, again, I don't trust people. And like, I don't want to get like a disease. Like I don't want to like, what if you're poking holes in like a condom? Like what if you're like oh my murdering God, yes. my family? Like I don't fucking know. Like I don't need you to know where I live. Yeah, <laughs> like it's too, it's actually too soon. Like- so when you're just meeting them that day after how long of dating were you both just kind of like okay like like were you ready to like leave the fuck buddy and like just be all in with him like, yeah i would say it was like like maybe two or three weeks but like i didn't like i oh, was, that was like, he didn't, no, 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 but he didn't like know any of this you know oh, what this I mean? is all in your head yeah 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 like i i didn't communicate to him but like I don't know. Maybe it was more. I, I'm trying to think because like, I remember I like had like this routine with the fuck buddy. And then like, I had, I had him come over, but I had already gone on like, maybe it was a first date. Maybe it was a second date with my partner. 
And I like could not get into it with my fuck buddy. Like I was like turned off by him and I just couldn't like follow through. Like I was like, like not getting like wet. Like, you know yeah, how it is. Yeah. And, and I was like, something's like weird and different and like, bye. Like, yeah. And that's when I knew I liked my now partner. Cause I was like, I can't even like do my routine thing. Like with a guy <laughs> yeah. who like, was he like upset about it? The fuck buddy? Yeah. We had like such a good, like, I, I think he, he kind of was like upset about it, but I didn't say right then and there, like, I can't do this. Like I like someone else, you know, mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, like I'll see you soon. And then I think I, I like said to him once I became more serious with my partner, like, I'm seeing someone and we always had that agreement. Like if he were seeing someone and he said that to me, I would have to be okay with it too. Yeah, definitely. Um, Cause he was like in that zone only, but that's why I think it's like kind of so important to have other people. Cause it's also like this comparison aspect. Mm-hmm. Like if you're only seeing one person, like you're like, oh, there you are like on my pedestal. Like you're my one person I'm seeing. Like, yeah, yeah I hope it works out. It's like you can pull from every person that's in right. your life and be like I like this from about him right I like this about him and he likes right. x y and z right yeah. but then that's also really difficult actually I had a friend I have a friend who like had this sign in her apartment like a few years ago and it was like every woman needs a man who can like cook and clean around the house every woman needs a man who's like sweet and caring and every woman needs a man who like earns like and takes care of you and then it's like but like every woman needs to make sure these three men don't meet or something. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. Sounds too perfect. I know. Cause like, not it's not like you have to pick and choose. It's so funny. Cause we were talking about this on our, like our latest episode, like we, like we call like the whole phase. And we were saying how we feel like it's necessary because it's like, ultimately you're going through all these experiences so that when you find that person you're not settling. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I feel like, like you said, if you only have one experience or one guy or like maybe like even like two, it's like, you know how they are and you put them on a pedestal right. versus when you have a whole bunch of options from just dating, from mm. friends yeah. with benefits, fuck buddies. It's like you see what you like intellectually, For intimacy, sure. like just their personality, like, you know, and it's like with all that, knowledge then you can be like okay when you find that person that fits that at least maybe like any 80 20 right it's like they're they're it yeah it's true do you ever have sex and then hate the cleanup process because it's like just i feel like there's just like it's wet everywhere and it's gross and it's so not fun to like, you know, use a bunch of tissues or like get a cloth all gross and then have to wash it. Well, I know I experience that stuff a lot, which is one of the many reasons that I'm such a huge fan of Lola. Lola is the most incredible brand for women by women. And they have a line of organic tampons, pads, liners, and my favorite, all natural cleansing wipes. After sex, I grab a wipe and give a wipe to my partner and it's so easy. I feel so clean, you know, especially if I don't have time to jump in the shower, if it's like a before work situation, you know how it is. Um, I just want to feel a little bit better. So I use a wipe and I really think that you would love them too. What's so great about Lola is that it's available for subscription. So whether that's a period subscription or, you know, you choose and they also have condoms and personal lube, but again, the cleansing wipes are my go-to. They're safe for anywhere. You can use them anywhere in the body. Even if you need a midday refresh and not even like a sex thing, you just want a little, you know, refresh. They're individually packaged and perfect. They fit in all of your purses, bags, and every purchase that you make with Lola, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States, which is really, really cool. So again, you know, you can choose from organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, all natural wipes, and 
I'm a really big fan. And because I'm such a big fan, I want you to get 40% off your first month subscription by visiting mylola.com and entering Acme when you subscribe. So that's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and then enter Acme, A-C-M-E, when you subscribe. So check it out. Let me know what you think. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Do you think that you, like the person that we end up with, like you're going to like them like 100% or like, do you think it's possible to like someone like 70% of the time? You know what I mean? I think, you know, something, I I don't know, maybe this is like my disillusioned Pisces self. (laughs) Growing (laughs) up, I thought that like, oh, the person that you end up with is going to be like your best friend. You're going to like them all the time. Mm. You're going to. And I remember I read somewhere or I think I heard someone say like the person that you love is going to let you down. Yeah. And that's just the mm-hmm. fact of the matter. No one is perfect. That right. person is going to do something that's going to hurt your feelings, break your heart even, and right. just let you down. And I think that's human. Like, that's normal yeah. almost, you know? Obviously with a limit, like, you can't just do something that's so unforgivable. But right. I don't think you're going to like your partner all the time. Um, yeah. And I don't think you should strive to find somebody that you're going to, that you are so 100% obsessed with. Like, I almost kind of feel like it's healthy when there's that little, like, not to say, oh, this is wrong and I'm going to try to fix it. Mm. But like you said, like that 80-20, like that 20% where you can be aware that, like, this is a flaw, but I'm willing to, like, deal with it and work with you on it in our relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I guess you'd have better You keep it spicy. Because you were in a long-term relationship, so I feel like you know a little bit more about, like, accepting people as <laughs> yeah. as they are. Yeah. Accepting flaws and all. Um, yeah, because as much as I loved my ex, he wasn't perfect, yeah. obviously. Right. But I feel like it was, like, once it, if you're doing, like, 80, 20, it's, like, once it passed 20%, that's when it's, like, okay, like, there's an issue here. Right. But... In my opinion, I feel like it's, it's almost like that 20%, like you said, you have to be able to deal with it, accept it. And it has to be something that it's not like detrimental to you. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you could be like, oh, your partner has an attitude problem or your partner is very emotional and you can't handle that sometimes. Mm. But it's like... Is it enough where it annoys you, where it like truly like gets on your nerves or it's just like you accept that about him and it's like you deal with it because it's like that you love them. You know what I mean? I feel like another issue is that people don't even be liking the people that they're with. So when they do little things, it's like it's so annoying to them or just so like, ah, and it's like, why? Like, then why are you with me? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Actually, can I ask you, I was listening to your latest podcast Mm -hmm. episode, the one that you did alone, and you Mm -hmm. were saying how, like, you are aware that being with you is, like, not easy because you are someone who is very complex. Mm -hmm. Like, what would you say for you are those things that do present issues in your relationship? And Mm -hmm. then, like, even with someone like your current partner, you know, yeah, he's great, you know, Mm -hmm. but then what would be that thing that you can pinpoint where you're just like, oh, that is something you're like his flaw yeah like that 80 20 like you said yeah that's a great question I'm trying to think of how to answer it with like (laughs) full respect for him (laughs) I mean like no one's perfect I think you know like my I'm like a very positive person generally and like I like I've learned recently that like my partner feels like I'm not like open about like struggles or like things that happen that are not necessarily like good you know but like for me that's because like I'm I like turn them into positives almost you know that's that Virgo in you I'm totally totally no wait I don't like the Virgo is your what my rising and what's your moon Capricorn Oh, oh, yeah, that's the Capricorn, yeah. too. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think that's more Capricorn's Capricorn like, moon. let's pretend everything's yeah, great exactly. and, like, turn it into happy smiles. But, like, that's really who I am. Like, that's my mood, you mm-hmm. know? And my partner's a Scorpio moon, so, like, he feels, like, really deeply and intensely. What's his sign? 
He's an Aquarius. Mm. But an Aquarius with a Scorpio moon is like night, like two different people, you know? I always heard Aquariuses don't have feelings. or They they don't. (laughs) But like when they have Scorpio moons, they definitely do. And I feel like, I feel like he just, he feels a lot more than I do. You know what I mean? And like, I, I can't, like, I can't understand sometimes why he's like feeling in a slump if like something sad happened. I'm like, well, it was sad, but like, let's go like on to the next, you know? And I think that like, like, you know, it's, like I need to be better at understanding like why he's upset about it and like Like more empathetic. Yeah. Being more empathetic, but like obviously in the same, like in the same right, like I'm like, Oh, I wish he was just like positive all the time, but that's like unrealistic. Yeah. I, like you said, it's that Scorpio moon. Scorpios are intense. I know. Very intense. Um, yeah, I guess it's one of those like glass half full glass, like half empty kind of situations, but yeah. Okay. That's but cool. that's a really great question. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I don't know how, but we're like already at 46 minutes. So yeah. I don't know how you usually end your episodes and I'm going to start listening so and educate myself on that. But mm-hmm. I usually end it with a quote or like piece of advice that you guys have for our listeners when it comes to dating or just like life experience. So hit me. Mm, um, well, if you're like me, that is kind of like rediscovering that single life i feel like you just need to go in it open arms very lighthearted, and just really use it as a time to get to know yourself better mm-hmm. because why why not you know what i mean right. like use that time to really like focus on yourself to see what you like and don't like and just be like unapologetic about it right i love that yeah, and I guess, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like me, who, you know, you are in the dating game and you're still trying to figure it out, don't let anybody try to make you think that you're picky because you refuse mm. to settle. I think that's kind of just been, like, my biggest issue. Yep. Um, I know what I'm looking for. He's not perfect, but I know he's out there. So right. I feel like until I find that, I'm going to do me. And don't let, like, outside influences, like, get in your head. And just also don't be afraid to be, like you said, unapologetically you, however complex that may be, because the right person will love you for who you are. So that's beautiful. Thank you guys so much. Can you tell everyone where they can listen to your podcast and follow you on Instagram? Well, our Instagram is Uncensored Thoughts. They can listen to us on Apple, iTunes, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Google Play, Potable, and, you know, we both have our own separate Instagram accounts. I'm Sophia Brooke 314 And I'm Amber St. Clair with ST dot Claire. <laughs> Love it. People forget the dot. Uh-huh. Cool. Thank you guys so much. And this episode is airing on both of our podcasts. So I hope both cross listeners enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. All right. Have a good one. 